Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. An impossible goal. These guys are good. Scary good. And this crowd is going bananas. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Leibuff. Joining me, as always, is my co-host and friend, Action Network NHL betting expert, Nick Martin. Nick, we always start this show with our favorite underdogs. These will be for Tuesday, November the 15th, 2022. Your dog is much more robust than mine, so I'll let you take it away. Yeah, I've got a juicy one. So we are going to go with the San Jose Sharks. Should be around plus 200 most shops. They've really turned it into very respectable form after that nightmare start to the season. They've beaten the Stars and the Wild back-to-back so far on this road trip, which is obviously quite a firm comment towards how much they've turned it up. They've got a 4-3-3 record over the last 10 with a 51.66 expected goals for differential. We're just seeing their scrappy side now. Plus 210 is way too long. Obviously, Vegas are one of the better teams in the league, but it's hard to win in the NHL. When teams do the right things, San Jose are making it tough right now. I think this is just a good spot with way too long of a number. Yeah, uh, the Knights, you know, they, they're the story of the Western Conference. So you're going to see some inflated price on Vegas, you know, for the time being. So definitely not a bad time to go with David Quinn and the Scrappy Sharks. I'll join you on that one. The underdog, I like I like the Dallas Stars. They're plus 135 in Tampa Bay. This is more of a, you know, show me what you really are to the, to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know that they're playing they're doing what they normally do they're they're putting points in their pocket staying relevant in the uh eastern conference race the bruins have kind of run away at least for now in the atlantic division but the the bolts are are doing what what they need to do but i still just think they're too thin on the back end to be laying this kind of price against a stars team that has one of the best scoring lines in the league uh they're pretty deep up front uh, they're getting good goaltending so i like dallas here as an underdog in tampa at plus 135 yeah we're very much in agreement on this one i like the stars tampa's two game set with my capitals i don't like proved anything sunday was maybe one of the worst nhl games i think i've ever watched i don't even know what to say about that it was just <laughs> a sloppy mess Friday was kind of the same same story, and I completely agree. The Stars are playing really good hockey right now, and this is a, a good number to back them against a, a Lightning team who definitely haven't clicked into gear entirely yet. Yeah, and under the hood, if you look at like expected goals numbers and stuff, it's pretty similar between the two of them. Yeah, that, that Capitals game was strange. I, I looked at the score. It was 4 nothing Lightning before the Caps had a shot. Hockey is strange. It was weird, too, because I thought – Friday, the Caps probably didn't deserve the scoreline they did. But yesterday, it was just everything went in. It was just both teams were terrible. Like, or maybe I shouldn't say Tampa were terrible. But it was an awful hockey game. It was just I turned it off pretty quick. <laughs> All right. That's the the Stars and the Sharks as our favorite dogs. Let's look at the big board. It's a nine-game slate on Tuesday the 15th. The game will start with the Vancouver Canucks, even money underdogs in Buffalo to the scuffling Sabres, minus 120, over under six and a half. Uh, the Sabres are in the first night of a back-to-back. I don't really see much of a difference between their goalies, so it's not a huge deal. The Canucks are in such a strange state where everyone's kind of just waiting for them to figure out what they're going to do with their coach. Bruce Boudreaux, the management, the general manager keeps going on 
Canadian talk sports talk shows and kind of railing against the coach, but then not firing him. And if you know anything about the Canucks general manager, Jim Rutherford, it's that he loves to talk to the media, just loves it. Hence always loved it. So he's like stoking flames and, in weird places. I, they're just a bit of a mess. I think that they're probably the right side in terms of the, the price because they, they're they just a better team than the Sabres. But I don't know how you trust Vancouver at a price like this. It's got to be much longer for me to really be excited to bet them. Yeah, I think people will be heavy on the Sabres here and, and we might see longer prices with Vancouver tomorrow. But yeah, this is this game's all over the place. I keep looking at that Vancouver offensive core and think they have to do better this season, especially the strong goaltender. But the defensive core is just a joke. They can't move the puck at all. Even the guys I wanted to get in, like Rathbone, I was crying that he wasn't getting any minutes. He's been horrible. He's gotten in the last two, and it's been a disaster. And I just think it's funny hearing Rutherford talk about calling out Boudreaux and so-and-so, that if they played with better systems, I just think the pieces aren't there defensively. I don't think any coach would have them doing a ton better. And we saw last year when Boudreaux took over, they had a bit of a upswing in that regard after being a joke defensively for right. the first two months. And yeah, I just, I think it's a good game to pass on for sure. Uh, will you be passing on this one? You're Washington Capitals fresh off of that sloppy two game set against the Bolts. They're plus 160 in Florida against the Panthers minus 190. The over under here is six and a half. Florida, um, they've kind of steadied themselves. It seems like they, they're playing I think Paul Maurice has them playing to their strengths pretty well and covering their weaknesses. They're not as high risk, high reward as they were in the last two seasons. They're getting solid goaltending from Spencer Knight, who is a hundred to one still to win the Vezina. I still think that's worth it. He's clearly taken hold of the net from Sergei Bobrovsky right now. It would be the caps or nothing for me, but like you said, the problem is that Washington's lineup has been such flux. They're just, bodies falling all over the place for the caps that they just haven't gelled. They haven't like started their scent or anything. And it's a big enough price where I'm like, "Uh, it's, you know, the caps are, they should punch up well when they're an underdog like this because of their offensive talent, but it's really hard to trust them too. Yeah. I expect the caps to play better in this game. I don't know if the price is there on Florida, but I just feel like I'll be surprised if, if the caps win it, but I'm going to pass. I faded them, the caps enough this year. <laughs> I'd like to just hope they can win a game for once. Uh, the Devils, winners of 100 in a row. They're minus 155 in Montreal against the Canadians. Habs plus 135, the over six and a half. I'd assume that this number on the Habs will get larger. And when it does, I will probably be in. I like Montreal's. Chances to punch up. They don't need crazy amount of scoring chances to make good. Uh, a lot of times we talk about how underdogs, like their best path to success, their most viable path to success is a goalie standing on his head. Montreal in creepily is getting incredible goaltending from from their tandem. But uh, for me, that the Habs path to success is just let in three. If you let in three, we'll have a chance to score four because of Caulfield, Suzuki, and uh, their deep forward core. Uh, and, I know the Devils have been so good offensively and defensively. They're tilting the ice against everybody, and they should tilt it against the Canadians. But is if the goalies keep playing like this for Montreal, uh, the Devils' goaltending situation is is a mess right now with with injuries to Blackwood, Vanacek, could be Akira Schmid. I think Montreal will be worth it. Yeah, this is our disagreement of the day because I think that the Devils are going to greatly control play in this game and that eventually Montreal's goaltending duo isn't going to play at the level they're at right now. They've got the best, they've received the best goaltending in the league at this point 
by goals saved above expected, which is crazy from that tandem. And I think when that mark regresses, they're going to allow a lot of goals. So personally, I'm going to be looking at the devil's team total here. I think New Jersey are just, they're coming in waves. They have too many guys moving the needle. The power play is looking good. I just think it's, it's going to be a really tough spot for the Habs and, and yeah, I, based off today's number, I'm, I'm on the devils, but completely agree with you that I'd expect the price to get a lot better for Montreal closer to game time. I almost picked this one as my favorite bet of the day. Uh, and I got a little queasy because it was a Philadelphia Flyers. They're minus 105 on the road in Columbus. The Jackets slight home favorite, minus 115. The over under six and a half. Patrick Laine, Zach Rowenski, Jacob Voracek, uh, Blankenberg, Ken Johnson. Everybody's out for Columbus except for Johnny Gaudreau and their mediocre goalies. Uh, everybody. It's a litany list of injury uh, issues for Columbus. It's Philadelphia a good enough team to take advantage of that like as a as a big favorite no but at minus 105 and I'm assuming we'll see some money on the Flyers I still would like them as a slight favorite like I think this this has room to grow like 20 cents minus 125 even uh, I would play Philadelphia too because the the Jackets just they're they're going to be incredibly thin beat up uh, the Flyers are going to work hard they're going to make it hard on Columbus and they should have a significant edge and goal for sure. Yeah. We, uh, the, I mean, Columbus surprised them last week, but that doesn't seem like a consistent result. And you talked about all the injuries and some of those guys, the lesser known guys like Johnson and Blankenberg had actually been starting to show a little bit for Columbus. So it's even maybe a worse situation than, than some might expect on that front. So yeah, I almost made this my dog of the day as well, but decided it was kind of a lame dog of the day and almost to pick them, especially if tomorrow it is literally Florida or uh, Philly being favored, like I think it could be. So, but yeah, I think this is a great spot to back Philly at in a pick'em or or slightly worse than that. The last game we'll talk about before we get to our favorite bets for Tuesday, November fifteenth. The Red Wings on the road, slight favorite, minus one fifteen against the Anaheim Ducks, minus one hundred five. The over under here is six and a half. Quick word on like a futures market we've talked about a lot. Arizona is still the favorite to win the Wooden Spoon, finish with the worst record in the NHL. Of course, are punching above their weight. Then it's the Blackhawks. Then it's the Blue Jackets and Ducks tied at five to one apiece. I think those two teams are both alive. Yeah, I I tried to look. Um, I would have liked to see those see those as well because I tried to look. I couldn't find them, but blue the Blue Jackets seem to have a, a strong edge on that right now. I'd right. say with playing in the East with the guys that are out, it, it, it's definitely sounds five to one seems pretty good. For this one though, with uh, I'm gonna be passing. Don't really want to get involved with the wings, even as a slight favorite on the road. Don't just. I mean, maybe if Huso's in goal and confirmed, I could see it. I think that they'll take some money though, and it'll just get priced out. But yeah, it's it's pretty easy pass here. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on this one as well. All right, uh, with that, we'll move to top shelf bets. Our favorite bets on the board Tuesday, November the fifteenth. Top shelf where Mama hides the cookie. I'll go first. Pittsburgh Penguins, minus 105 at home. Home underdogs right now against the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are minus 115. I think the Leafs are on paper the better team. The odds showed that in the preseason markets. But that's when they're fully healthy, and the Leafs are not fully healthy right now. The goaltending situation's a bit of a mess. Eric Schalgren's been fine, I think, in goal. It's going to be Murray. Yeah, he's confirmed. And so now we're looking at Matt Murray coming in. And like... I would like the least more if it was Chagrin rather than Matt Murray making his first start in a month. So not only are you getting the Leafs with a, a rusty goalie who 
you know, if you want to say one thing about Matt Murray, that's good for him. He's going against one of his former teams. So maybe he's up for it and a little more focused or whatever. He'll be well-rested. But you're getting Matt Murray's first start in a month in goal for Toronto. TJ Brody's out. Jake Muzzin has been out for a while. It's a bit of an injury. I want to say a crisis because they still have like their best players going. But there's a lot of moving parts. Like Jordy Ben will be playing a big role. I know he scored the other night, but... You're going to be counting on him. You're kind of bumping up two guys. I know you're high on Lilligren and Sandine. Sandine has not been playing that well this season. It's a lot here for, for Toronto to sort out. I think the Penguins are starting to trend in the right direction. Even when they had lost, they came back from that Western Canada road trip and then continued to struggle. Uh, their underlying metrics have been fine. They kind of under the hood look like the Pittsburgh Penguins. So I think as an underdog at home, even if these odds flip and we see Pittsburgh around that minus 120 mark, I, I would still be in on the pens. Yeah, I can definitely see your angle there. I'm just waiting for one period in the game when Pittsburgh have already scored glove side and all the TV <laughs> crews have pointed it out 50 times. <laughs> That's like the go-to take there. But yeah, I'm really excited for that game. I think it'll probably be the game of the night or, or one of the better ones. Your favorite bet is a pick em as well. Yeah, I am going to go with the Minnesota Wild. They've stabilized big time. They played to a 56% expected goals for rating over the last 10 games, and they posted a 6-3-1 record in those contests. They played a what was, I thought, a pretty well-played contest by both sides uh, versus the Sharks the other night. It just seems like they've stabilized. They're starting to look a lot better, looking like the team they were last year. Nashville have been a disaster. I tried to slide a pick in on them versus Colorado on Thursday. And that was just simply the wrong take. They were <laughs> horrible and outplayed badly. So full, full uh, onus there, not bad luck. They were just awful. And they've been awful. A lot of, a lot of nights. And we even touched on that in that game. We kind of just thought it was a good spot to fade Colorado and it was in Nashville and just looked terrible. So I think it's a really good spot to, to back the wild as a pick em, I don't think these teams should be a pick em right now, simply put. Yeah, I'll probably be with you on, on, on Minnesota uh, as well there. The Preds, man, the, the biggest problem is they're, they're, they're playing poorly and they're not getting bailless out goaltending from Hugh Soros, which is basically their whole reason for existing right now. All right, well, that will wrap up this episode of Line Change. It will be the Penguins, the Wild as our best bets, the Stars and the Sharks against the Golden Knights. As our favorite underdogs, for Nick Martin, I'm Michael Leboff. We will see you again on Thursday morning.